0: What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll. We're taking the week off from recording in honor of America's birthday. We hope you had a great 4th of July and that you have all your digits still, and if you don't, we hope you have a badass story as to why. We've got some great pre-recorded content for you this week. Monday's epi will feature sled hockey and the U.S. National Sled Hockey Team, and Thursday's episode will feature some solid beer league talk and chirps. Don't worry. We'll do a deep dive on the Stanley Cup Finals next week, as we hope Montreal makes it into a series. But before we get into the episode, we do have to pay bills, so here it goes. McGregor vs. Poirier 3 is all set for UFC 264 in DraftKings Sportsbook. The official sports betting partner of UFC has a knockout offer for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering 264 to 1 odds on a knockout in the first round during Saturday's main event. If the rubber match ends in a first-round knockout, you walk away with cash. Just pick the main event fighter you think will win by first-round knockout, and DraftKings will give you 264 to 1 odds on that fighter. That's right. Bet $1 on McGregor or Poirier to win by first-round knockout. You win $264. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if MMA isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. When you sign up to turn $1 into $264 when you bet on a main event fighter to win by first round knockout. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code THPN to turn $1 into $264 all at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-DEAL-WITH-IT. This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast. Proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team,
1: everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes.
2: Hello. We've
1: got a backup epi for you right now, which has been pre recorded at the beginning or uh, the beginning of season two, at the end of season one. And we're just gonna talk um a little bit about sled hockey. This uh this epi. It's a para Olympic game. Right, Polly?
2: Yeah, and I think the majority of the hockey world calls it sledge hockey, but I Mm. think it's an American term to call it sled. But I think they're pretty interchangeable.
1: Gotcha. Well, with that being said, I mean, I guess we should just get right into it. Let's do it. One, two, three. All right. So, like we said... Backup Epi, so something has happened to us. Hopefully we're safe, but who knows about the future. So we're kind of predicting that we're okay in the future. Probably just a vacation um, or something. But sled hockey. I'm not going to call it sledge hockey. This is America. God damn it. It's um, America. <laughs> so have, so sled, sled hockey is hockey for... People who were now i now I don't know what's the difference between paralympic and Special Olympics
2: one is mental, one is physical, I believe
1: okay, so this is for people who were either like born without like a, a leg or the ability to walk or something um sled hockey is, or who people a lot of them is like people who've you know been in accidents who've lost their legs or the ability to walk right
2: yeah i believe team usa has a few veteran amputees
1: sure and and so the the basis of the sport is you sit on a sled um which is basically an aluminum tube frame that you get strapped into and you're like really close to the ice and then there's a blade one single blade that goes down the middle and you kind of have to balance on it and then there's like a like a little like T on the front that kind of glides on the ice as well.
2: Yeah, and I think for begin uh, for beginners, they have sleds that have a double blade. Yeah. Until you kind of you know, get used to things, and they have a stick in each hand, and on the kind of like the length of uh, a mini hockey stick. Right. And one end is a a blade, and then the back end is kind of like a pick that helps them dig into the ice and propel themselves.
1: Right. And then they basically push off with their their arms and also play the puck. Yeah. With both hands. And so normal hockey rules generally apply uh, to this, but I was watching some replays on this stuff, and these dudes can whip it, man. I mean, they can shoot the puck really hard from basically what is like arm and wrist movement only on one side like cuz they don't have two hands on the stick
2: yeah their their abilities are extremely impressive right. and in those same videos they had some pretty good contact as well they were they were bumping
1: yeah like you can ram into each other with the sled and like the sled is pretty minimal like on the top level is pretty minimal mm-hmm. like you get strapped in and basically the only thing that you could really ram with is like, cause it does have a back that you can rest your back on, mm-hmm. but the only thing that they can really ram with would be like the very tip of the, of the sled. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it seems like, uh, contact's pretty prevalent there. Also, I mean, I'm just blown away by the hands. Like, they're like, Going from, like, the right hand underneath the sled to the left hand and then, like, ripping it in, like, top corner. That's fucking insane.
2: Yeah, they've got some sweet dangles. (laughs) Yeah. So, have you ever played sled hockey? So, I've never played, but in college, we did an event where we helped some local kids most of them it was either their first time or they only did it once a year mm. and so we were you know out there kind of passing a puck back and forth with the kids or helping them gain their balance um and it was really cool just seeing you know the the level of excitement cuz I'm, I'm sure a lot of these kids don't have an opportunity to play these right. kind of things and it was it was a fun day I, I really enjoyed myself.
1: Sure, and they don't have really the ability to do much right. sport-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And it's kind of like wheelchair basketball. Yeah. But cooler because it's not basketball. Right. So uh, I actually had the opportunity in like a charity event, much that you're describing. Uh, it was a tournament where uh, you could play like – us high schoolers could actually play sled hockey. And I think that like the entry fees went to help the the cause. <clears throat> cause I don't remember actually anybody who couldn't walk. Uh, well, there might've been people watching, but I, we played a, we played a game. I think it was just like a 20 minute thing. Like we got all dressed in our clothes, but just no skates or in our hockey gear, no skates. And got strapped into these things and was pushing around. Um, It was pretty crazy. I mean, I scored an assist, had an assist. We won the game. I think one nothing actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So yeah, it was tough to get around. I mean, getting going was. It wasn't so hard to maneuver, and obviously these were the sleds, like you talked about, where there were two runners versus the one. Mm-hmm. I feel like the one-runner one is probably a little bit faster and more agile, but the one that we were on were a two-runner. It had the—it was just wooden sticks with curved blades, and they both curved, like, if you your right-handed stick curved as a left—like a right-handed— like a regular right-handed stick and then your left-handed stick curved like a left-handed stick. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, like pushing off on it, it was, it was tough to get around. I mean, and you definitely weren't moving as fast. So like the speed that you see these guys cruising around and you're just like, I'm just like, holy shit, that's a lot of upper body strength involved. Plus you got to fight people off, right? And try to play with the puck. Um, for us, it was a lot of, like, Little League soccer. You know, just chasing the puck around, trying to trying to do stuff with it. Um, but other than that, I mean, it, it was a really good time. I think this is an awesome sport uh, to watch. And on the plus side, the U.S. is pretty dominant, right?
2: Yeah, so <clears throat> they've got four Paralympic golds, uh, along with a lot of other... World Championships, and there was another tournament that they've won a few times. But they've got the gold in the Paralympics in 02, 2010, O two, two thousand ten, fourteen, and eighteen. So I believe I don't I don't remember what O two was. Maybe Sydney, and then mm-hmm. ten was Vancouver, then Sochi, and then Korea, uh, South Korea was eighteen.
1: Pyongyang. Yeah. Uh, the par so the Paralympics go on at the same time as the
2: I think they're normally um they're they're paired with it, but I think they happen either before or after.
1: Gotcha. Interesting. Um. Yeah, I mean, the 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 sports intense. I think it's great that there's there's something like this for players because I think a lot of guys played hockey and then they had an accident and, and couldn't anymore and this was like the only thing that or that they could, you know, get close to and I'm glad that there's something that out there for hockey players who could who can't play anymore and still have that type of at least being on the ice feeling, right? Because I mean, think about it, man, if you were to lose the ability to walk, not playing hockey would be like one of the biggest things you'd miss probably.
2: Oh, I'm sure. You know, that's It's been a big part of my life. So just cutting that out would just add to all the other emotional distress.
1: Right. And like the cool, I mean, the best part is that these guys get to be at the rink and, you know, I think that there's always that smell getting on the ice, like walking into a rink. You always have that like nostalgia there, right? Like every rink is, has that the same smell of the ice, like the feeling you know the locker room stench, like a varying degrees, right? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs>
2: so, love it all.
1: Yeah, right, and um, so it's great to see this stuff, and it's great that the U.S. is all, is is pretty competitive. Also, um, you know, Canada's obviously a big a uh, big player, Sweden and Russia. So it kind of it tracks along with the the players who are the the na- nations who are good at regular hockey have picked this up pretty well
2: yeah yeah it's not like um it's not like it's like a niche that a random country was able to take the dominance it it shows that there's a consistency you know the the best teams in men's and women's hockey are also the best teams here so uh just kind of goes to show a very well-rounded program of ice hockey in these countries
1: Right, and the the support that these countries have given to their respective Paralympic team uh, for the sled hockey thing, right? Because I mean, this stuff doesn't just happen overnight. You have to have a little bit of support from elsewhere. So, I think that this kind of speaks a lot to it. So, you know, I think I think that if anybody has the opportunity to go and check it out, they definitely should.
2: Yeah, you know, like you said, it's it's hard to. Get your bearings, get the balance. Um, and then the fact that the way the guys can shoot and, and ladies, the way they can shoot and handle the puck. Uh, I mean, watching these videos, they do stuff with their stick that I can never even dream of. And just it's, it's impressive not only that people develop this skill set, but the fact that they can develop it to, to the point of international gold medal competition.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and it is still quite a young sport. Like you know, I graduated '05, so around 2002, when the U.S. program was really kind of hitting stride, uh, was when I got exposed to it. So, I'd say in 20 years, though, it's or 18 less than 20 years, it's come such a long way. USA Hockey generally has an article or two about it every every edition that they put out that's like a monthly you know usa hockey if you're a usa hockey member you get the usa hockey magazine and they're always talking about the the paralympic team and the sled hockey team so you know i can't think of any place where in that where we live that has these programs and i'm sure that they're around right
2: yeah i i would be willing to bet that there's something in pittsburgh Right. Um but you're you're definitely gonna need a larger population because um
1: or a very, very hockey crazed
2: population. Yeah. Yeah. And um Yeah, I mean it's I think you need the larger populations or just the northeast or Minnesota. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right, right. Um or Canada, you know, being Canadian there. But uh folks, I mean this is a really good cause if you have any chance to like go out and volunteer if you're a hockey player, definitely do it if you have really any ability to help out, definitely check it out uh if you google sled hockey USA or where if you're in Canada in Canada, you'll be directed to the proper areas but um you know i mean i've I have heard that you know this sport has really Brought some people back from really dark times, you know being a part of the team you know especially if you're a veteran you first of all coming back to civilian life after being a veteran uh is probably pretty tough, I wouldn't know, but you know uh, at least firsthand, but not having that structure in life right? right not having people rely on you as they did before you're kind of just out in the wild, which is civilian life the like the the quote unquote real world you know.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so having this structure having this team environment definitely helps people not just physically staying in shape but also mentally and having you know a good uh good good i guess support system absolutely yeah so you know i guess do you have anything else on this i'm not really sure uh we have this. I, we we just wanted to talk about it and and share our experiences. I mean, the the one time that I played, I had a lot of fun. It was great. I mean, it was just like playing hockey, but sitting down. Yeah. Um. I I mean, the body contact is probably there. I know that. Like, I definitely. It's really easy to like be out of control and ram someone. Oh, so, I'm sure. I I would, could just imagine how it is with somebody who can actually like control the sled really well and can like you know push off super
2: fast. Probably yeah, you hurts. know one thing I'd have to say I really admire, in addition to everything else, people talk about how hard how hard it is to hockey stop in skates. I can only imagine how hard it is to stop on a sled.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta gotta like shift your weight and then. Just lean really hard, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's one thing that we we saw at the volunteer event is that you know the the kids were inexperienced, so they bump into the boards a lot, right? Um, so really did, when just you, when oh sorry,
1: well Go ahead.
2: just the the complete control of their entire body from this position is just nothing short of amazing.
1: Absolutely, and did you? have somebody out there who is actually like an adult or good at this the sport.
2: I think we had two people come in from USA hockey.
1: And were they pretty good?
2: They kind of just like kept an eye on everything and made sure no one was like endangering any children.
1: <laughs> were they uh were they um you know did could they walk or Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Gotcha. Um yeah, I mean they Really just made sure everybody was, you know, not getting hurt and just kind of letting people interact with whoever they were assigned to.
1: Right, and these, these kids were actually uh, kids who had, who couldn't walk, right? Either that they-
2: or had something that would limit their ability to be physically active standing up. Gotcha. Um, and the age range was very wide. I, I think it was, you know, there were some, like, real little like five or six up to like almost teenagers and did everyone have fun yeah it seems like it seems like it that's cool man that's awesome and in addition to the the joy the the kids had the parents uh it was just loving it huh it was really nice to see how excited they were about it as well
1: yeah i mean uh, it's got to be devastating if it's an accident or if you know it's uh something that you're born with having that type of limitation, especially because, you know, when you become a parent, you have all these, you know, predisposed, I guess, expectations or the, uh, that of what your kid's going to be like running around or whatever that looks like. Right. You know, quote unquote, the normal kid life and to have that taken away, I'm sure is, is tough. So, um, I could I could relate to the sense of like the parents wanting to you know having such a great time and seeing their kid because they've never probably seen that they've never seen their kid be active in such a way, right? Is is that kind of the vibe that you got? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's awesome, man. That's really cool that you got to help. Uh, how what was that organized through? What organization?
2: I don't remember. It's it's been a couple of years. Um,
1: like how did you how did you get the opportunity?
2: Uh, our coach had it, um, I, I don't know how he heard about it, but he just was like, hey, we're going to do this. We need volunteers, and I did. So, cool. honestly, I don't really know the details. They, I think it was something out of Pittsburgh.
1: Right, okay. And, and USA Hockey obviously was there to sponsor it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, that's awesome. That's that's so sick. Um, I'm not sure what the... What, what, uh, COVID's going to do to the Paralympic scene, but I'm sure that they're limited even more than anybody else, right? As far as not being able to play and compete and practice. So, I mean, when's the next, even, uh, what, the next Olympic Winter Olympics is 2022?
2: Oh, well, I think they, yeah, yeah, 2022.
1: Yeah. So, hopefully the world figures it out by then. Yeah. And that, they're at least able to get a year of practice under their belt before or the, I'm talking the, the guys who, the guys and gals that play on the, on the world level, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, I mean, I've had a lot of fun doing it. I have thought that it was, uh, you know, looking back, it's a super unique experience, um, but it's really cool that you also got exposed to it because I feel like that's a good in in indication that USA hockey is like doing a good job of promoting it and keeping it keeping people involved.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, so it'd be interesting to hear if anybody else has had any experiences with sled hockey. So if you guys out there listening if you've ever done sled hockey or if you play sled hockey, definitely uh let us know because we'd love to hear about it uh and and talk to you about it. So
2: yeah. Tweet at us, send us pictures, whatever we, right. we'd we love to hear.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's a short episode, but we wanted to, I guess, what branch a, a little bit of awareness out uh, about this awesome sport and, you know, kind of push you to volunteer. If you get the opportunity to, um, it's definitely, you know, cause we both did this in high school, right?
2: Yeah. No, I was in college.
1: Or, you're in college. Okay. What coach told you to do that? Al. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. So shout out Al. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but, uh, that's, that's really cool. Um, if you get the opportunity, you know, you think that it's going to be boring or lame or whatever. Trust me, it's not, you're going to have a good time. You're probably going to feel great if you're able to interact with kids who, you know, don't have this opportunity. Now, one last question, Paul, when you did this, did they have to dress up in full hockey gear?
2: Uh, they had equipment there for them. Uh, I don't think they were completely decked out, but they made sure they were protected.
1: And were you just, was it just kind of like free skate or were there drills or was there? It was,
2: well, they kind of paired everybody up with someone and then you kind of just found your own plot of ice and made the, you know, made the kid have a good time. That's cool. That's awesome. Helped the kid have a good time, not (laughs) made them have a good time. (laughs) Right. So it was kind of
1: just a free and open
2: Yeah, and sometimes the kids would interact with each other. Sometimes they wanted to be off on their own. Uh, Sometimes they really didn't even want to interact with the person assigned to them, so you just kind of stay with them and make sure everything's okay.
1: Right. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, How many people uh, total do you think were at this event?
2: Mm, I think it was like 20 kids.
1: Oh, good. How many, and then like 20 helpers
2: yeah cuz there were some college kids some high school kids some other local coaches that volunteered that's awesome that's that's so
1: great to hear i mean i've been involved in the coaching for a while and like understand like the excitement that little kids get but i can only imagine this type of um crowd in the sense that they don't get this opportunity to do anything well a lot they don't have a lot of opportunity to do this you know normally in any case but having this cool experience was probably pretty life-changing for all of them. Yeah. So good for you, Polly. Thank you. <laughs> Doing a good deed as you always do. Um <clears throat> well, caps fans, thanks for tuning into this short but sweet episode. If you have a chance like we said to volunteer with sled hockey, definitely do it. And if you have a chance to play or or, you know, get exposed to it in any way, I promise you that it will not be a waste of your time and that you'll have a lot of fun if you, if you go out and decide to try it or volunteer or whatever it may be. So thanks for tuning in to, to our backup episode. We will be back within some other time, hopefully, unless we're fired or – I mean it's very possible that we're fired uh, or mm-hmm. just taken offline because we're terrible. So if we don't see you, thanks for tuning in. If we do, um, I guess sorry about your luck. Until next time, Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Hey, Caps fans, thanks for
0: tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, The Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
2: And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, on Twitter at CupcakePolly.
0: And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Twitter and Instagram. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at pod net on Twitter and the com. the hockey podcast network. every team everywhere. check them out or we're not friends anymore.